Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Wow. All right. All take right. two. Take two. It was not. You didn't miss anything. I thought they missed a nugget or two of gold. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys. You can't recapture. You should totally follow us around <laughs> or donate to the smile train. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I'm Jackie. I'm Lori. And then here we are. And mm-hmm. I just got back from doing just a couple of nights with with Maria. And you were in Cincinnati. I was in Cincinnati and then Michigan. We did. uh, We stayed in Detroit by the airport. And then we worked in Royal Oak. (laughs) And it was well. (laughs) It was actually. Why didn't you stay in? Isn't Aunt? Isn't Royal Oak nice? Royal Oak is really nice. Why didn't you guys stay there? Well, we didn't really plan it correctly. Cincinnati was much better planned. Mm -hmm. Royal Oak's uh, gig was right. It was three blocks from the comedy castle yeah and we shared uh stories with every lift driver every lift we had some of the funniest lift drivers we had one guy where his windshield was cracked yeah and uh and wanted to talk about the nature of evil and uh and then but we had, it's just a three block drive no no oh, no it's three blocks from the from castle. the comedy castle okay. but every lift driver for some reason, it came up that we were comics. And usually, that never comes up. You right. never tell anyone. And um, they were all like, oh, are you working at the Comedy Castle? And we both had our stories about how we had done it once each and were never asked back. <laughs> <laughs> what women have been asked back? I don't That's know. That's what I'm curious uh, about. I, uh, I don't know the, the the sheer numbers of women that Mark Ridley is booking. But um, it's probably, I think every week is a, there's at least one woman. Might be doing dishes, but uh, there's at least some <laughs> lady cracking jokes. And um, did you get the... the... We, sent, we were both exhausted already. We were already. only in minute three. Right. It is, if that. If it's, that. It's... 10:40 on Sunday and right. um, and then I had a set at Flappers tonight and yep. uh, thank thank God I had like nothing planned this whole week and then people filled things in I was at the oh, that's great comedy and magic uh, club on the weekend oh on did Friday you do a Saturday? Saturday Friday and Saturday I just saw Kira Sultanovich we did Boast Rattle tonight yeah she was there to... on the Saturday shows yeah yeah. yeah. And uh, we boast rattle is like roast battle, except yeah. for it's a compliment off. Yeah, run by Kyle Ayers, mm-hmm. and he, uh, and it was really fun, except for that I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, literally, I'm just compliment. I, I know that Mike Lawrence is really good at this. That's all oh, that you I were. Could... You were up against Mike Lawrence. No, I just constantly think of Mike Lawrence. Oh, I'm thinking of Mike Lawrence too much. <laughs> it's just writing good jokes. That's he all. He writes really good jokes. Yeah, yeah. and so and that's it's, all. It's so simple. It's just simple, Jackie. <laughs> Why don't you write a really good joke based on the fact that uh, Kirsel Tonovich is a really good hippie mom? Yeah, that's and... the thing. They're never jokes you can use again unless you happen to be pitted against Kira again. in a. In a boast rattle exactly which is the only yeah and, and so, even then you don't want to repeat your stuff no no because what if it's the same people what about and she uh she mentioned um that i had a funny joke about the armenian genocide and her one of the one of the 
follow-up lines was like, and those are two things nobody likes. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Armenians so, and yes, genocide. Yes. And yeah. I was like, and I was like, that's fine. You're Russian. And uh, so we had a little bit <laughs> that of that. Was your, that was your slam back. Exactly. It's, it's a, I said, but you're a Russian who believes in the rule of law because it had to be a compliment. Oh, yes. Right? Right, right. So we went back and forth. How was your set of flappers? Um, well, I was talking about comedy and magic before you derailed me with your Kira tales. <laughs> How was the comedy and magic club? It was Wait, because did you do both rooms or just the... Friday was just the main room and uh, my son is on summer vacation now. And so uh, I took him on Saturday night. I rented a hotel at Hermosa Beach. Oh, nice. And so uh, I did. We went down early. We went to the beach for like an hour, played in the waves. And then I did the six o'clock show with the land. You made a face when I said waves. Right. Isn't his leg in in a thing? No, he's not in a cast anymore. Okay, it's slightly better? Well, he can walk on it. I mean, it does, it It gives out and he falls on his face at least once a day. Well, there's... It's so fucking annoying. Who knew that he did physical comedy? (laughs) Where did he get that? (laughs) Not me. Um, So, uh, but he had a good time in the water because you fall on your face in the water. You're You're falling in the water. Who cares? And um, and then we did a six o'clock at the lounge and an eight o'clock at um, the in the main room. And it oh, was you did fun. that yeah. was Friday, both shows. No, that's that nice. was Saturday. Oh, that was Saturday. Oh, that's Friday. Was Friday you show. just showed up and? But the thing about comedy magic is, is I always feel like that's where that's the final place to bring a set mm-hmm. to see you know what's wrong with it. Oh God, because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the audience. Like a, they're like a TV audience, right? And you so, were saying that you think that they're kind of the closest to a TV yeah, audience so it's that you a, can get. It's a great because I, I had a little little couplet that was working in some maybe more alternative venues, and then it just kind of died or it didn't work enough. At it Comedy didn't hit Magic. hard enough. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, okay, so this is it's. It, it's it's there's a weakness there that doesn't show up in some room, some rooms that shows up there that I have to it's a harsh sun a harsh sunlight coming down <laughs> at you comedy and magic it is and it's frustrating but it's good because I remember there's been other times where I I was like this shit is done and then I do it at comedy <laughs> magic and I'm like it's fucking not done <laughs> you know but it saved yeah. me in the long run from right. making a terrible mistake. Right, right. It's not going to ever not work if you try run it at the Comedy and Magic Club. Is the lesson learned there? Yes, is you'll have a real sense of what the hell is you're doing. Yeah, and see if it'll work. But hmm. um, but then I had, I had my hair done today. My hair light, you know, it looks great. My roots, thank you. Yeah. And uh, so well, she's shampooing me. It's all straight. Me. Yeah, yeah. She straightened it. Yeah, the, she made it really always... straight. Yeah, they love to do that. They, they love, love to blow get, it straight. They love to get involved. You know, I'm just going to take a curling iron to this for the next three months, right? And Friday ends. Because I like my curls at the end. In the end. <laughs> you want it to be curly. So what was it? So then she's like, oh, I started watching some female comics on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, God, please, God, no. Stop talking. Like, I, I can't move. I'm, I'm, my You're head's trapped. being shampooed. Right. I'm like, oh, she starts listing everybody oh, she's seen. No. And have you done one on Netflix? Oh, no, no, I haven't. No. And then, well, do you know other female comics on Netflix I can watch? Because I just, I love it. <laughs> do you and love I, it? I'm like, uh, I. I can't. I said, well, you know, Michelle Wolf is starting her her um, her half hour. Oh you yeah, know, she's doing her late night thing, so that'll be good. So I was able to utter that without crying, right? And then, <laughs> without and then, bursting into a rage yeah. tears. And then she's yeah, then she's like, um, uh, and the, and what about Letterman? Did you see the Letterman Tina Fey thing? And then I, I was like, uh, 
I go, can I be honest? I go, I don't want to talk about comedy. I'd rather talk about the missing migrant children. Oh, my God. And she goes, oh, I'm glad you told me because I would hate for you to be just be sitting here going, when's she going to shut up? When's she going to shut up? Because that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, that's I was exactly like, what you were thinking. I was, even that it was the rest of the appointment was weird because I was just like, now I sound like an asshole. But I just, right. I, I, can't, I can't hear about. Right other people's careers all the time it's a lot it, it is, is a lot it is a lot i got i want to be genuinely happy for people i don't yep. want to sit th- but i always feel like oh i've forgotten they la- they they're done with me you know no right. one's asked me to do a netflix uh, anything uh, not the 10 minute specials not the fucking hours right. nothing right maybe maybe just i don't know who to talk to either. i don't know either everyone else knows apparently right uh there may be somebody She's um, writing down a name. Uh, who's going to start working over there? Do you know her? Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm. She's looking into... And it would be great if she knew uh, if if she was there because she really likes um, women comics. So, yeah, really, That's good. You know what else she does? She likes, she likes sort of weirdo comics. She likes yeah. interesting uh, comics. So that would be great. Um, but, but I know, uh, I, I got several comments about asking me if you could do some work and I was like, I'll just pass it on. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, you know what I need to be is the hub for both you and Bamford. <laughs> is there anybody you want to know if Rontowski's available this weekend or maybe I t- actually take Rontowski's avails. Um, <laughs> And blast and send, them. Send Rontowski's bills up. I do a Rontowski blast once a week. <laughs> right. Well, she's she's willing to murder for you. If you need someone to really, really uh, destroy a room, you're doing great. So, but it's just it it's like hard to like. Oh, it's a renaissance with be, female comics. You want uh, not supportive. all of us, <laughs> and I want to be supportive, and I and I think we are to the most part. Yes, but it's but it's, but it, but it's it just, also exhausting. It's. it's yeah, it's 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 it feels like we were born in the wrong in the wrong era, you know. Except for but I can't change when I was born. Can't change it, and we did we we've been doing and still are doing good legwork to lay the framework for other comics. So that's <laughs> I want to be the board you walk on. That's all I want for my career, please. Yes, maybe not an ideal <laughs> workout, but there's steady work. We're, we're doing fine. My my biggest problem right now is so I I did two sets. I did the Michigan set and then I did the Cincinnati set, and uh, both sets were fine. Everybody had a lovely time. I'm Big sure. cra- sold out crowds, uh, sold out rooms. Uh, I think the Royal Oak one was sold out, but wow. I don't think Cincinnati was. Okay, but um, the I liked. For me, I don't, I don't care. I care, but I don't care what the audience thought. I think they were fine. They yeah. enjoyed both shows. Yeah, but I liked the Royal Oak set better because uh, Marie and I, before we went up, she was like, we decided to do stuff that had never been recorded. Yeah, yeah, just to work on because I need to figure out this chunk, and yeah. she needs to figure out a new hour. And uh, God damn, how? Why is she going to tape a new special soon? Well, if if I think if she can get it together, so she's just waiting till she has an hour. She's, it's not like oh, you're going to no. tape something in November. Yeah, I don't think she's got the deal. But um, but I know that uh, if she can get the hour together, they'll yeah, they might be interested. So, uh, and because she's got an in with Netflix, even yeah, though they didn't course. pick up a third season, yeah, but they love her, of so course. it should be fine. Yeah. So, on that Friday night show. We both did brand new, st- you know, the new stuff that wasn't recorded. And I did, I did 27. 
I'm supposed to do 25. Uh, I oh, went two oh. over. <laughs> but, um, and I know that because I recorded. What if Maria docked you for every minute exactly. you went over? That's it. There's 1150 you're never seeing. <laughs> She'd be more likely to go, no, I didn't have to do it. Here's an extra 1150. Wait, you charge $11.50 a minute? That's, that's what I like to do. That's, a, that's that, an interesting way to That's to a weird algorithm that I've made up right on the moment without having any access to actual calculators at this point but uh yeah so that was that was friday and so i felt really good about that and then saturday night for some reason i went to the vault on an early joke and i closed on the tantric sex joke Mm -hmm. and everybody had a good time except Mm -hmm. for i was mad because i wanted to close on the sex of the magi joke yeah oh i watched this very old set today yeah felicia michaels posted yeah and of you of, of this lady for note who was on ed sullivan Oh, yeah. Who was and, it? Um, Is her name Jean something? Maybe. Uh, it, she was amazing. Yeah. And um, I think I know who you're talking about. She's like, uh, is she blonde? Yeah, she's blonde with short hair. Yes, I think that's her name's Jean. She's like one of the early female stand-ups. Yeah, like 1955 yeah. or mm-hmm. something. And she was, it was, you know, it was early. It was that early stand-up. So yeah. if you watch anybody's set from 1955, you're going, oh, I see. I see what you're playing on. And so there was but, some of that. Yeah. But there was also, she was peppering it with these little uh, sort of asides and one-liners wow. and over and unders. And she did almost seven minutes. Wow. And so it was cumulatively, those the peppered jokes fucking destroyed yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I love, who, I the, remember who really the hell are you? I remember really liking that set, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, anyway... I forgot what I was talking about, but it was... Well, you saw an old set. I saw an old set and... Um, Royal Oak. You weren't Royal happy. Oak. I was happy with uh, Michigan. I And Cincinnati was happy enough, but I wasn't happy that I had done the... I wanted to end on... Oh, that's why I, why I brought it up. Hi. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that she ended on a dick joke. She ended on sort of the 1955 version of a sex joke. Yeah. And it was married sex. It was her talking about her, her wedding night. Yeah. And it was... Uh, it was, so, I was like, as she started talking about it, I was like, this is her closer. She's doing, she's about to do what passes in 1955 on TV as a dick joke. And it was a joke about um, how she put on her negligee mm-hmm. and she had these uh, mules. She was wearing mules sure. and a negligee. Sure. And she had brushed her hair out and she went in and they had separate rooms and she went into his room and how handsome and virile he looked in his smoking jacket and his, and his, and his, slippers and the punchline was something like she had to wake him up and uh and then uh and then she was like and i'm done and uh and then she bailed but it was like it was all innuendo but it was hilarious yeah because they weren't allowed ricky and lucy weren't allowed to sleep in the same bed as a married couple right tv i wonder if they i wonder if that's how she did it in clubs and they made her change Oh, right. Change it for tv i mean if if she did it differently in a club and what clubs was she working at that time Right. What would it have been? Would it have been the Playboy Club? I don't know. The uh, like the Hungry Eye in San Francisco. Was that even a comedy venue at that point in the fifties? Not the fifties. I think that wow. The, where did like she the work first, out? Where the hell was she working? The club. The clubhouse. She was doing four p.m. shows at the clubhouse <laughs> in L.A. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about doing uh, some some afternoon shows at the clubhouse just to try to get the hour. That's you know, like working idea. in twenty minute chunks. Yeah, is hard. And the flirting bit now has an addition of my a story about my dad in it. Mm-hmm. So the damn thing has feature.
creature creep. And so the, the it has thing, what? It's it's creeping. It's like I keep getting larger. To, and it's getting larger and yeah, larger. Wilder. And so yeah, it's just too big and mm. it's unwieldy. Though uh, I did I did it in its entirety. Twenty twenty one minutes. And then Wait, I did one f- ch- one piece is twenty one minutes. Yeah, it isn't one piece. It needs to be chopped up into four. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's um, Jesus or more. But and because you know you know when you like I probably have what I think is a new what I have is new forty minutes. Yeah, since uh, the last album came out. Right. And which means I probably have a new 28 minutes. Right, right. Yeah. Because yeah. there's 12 minutes of chaff. Yes. And so it just needs to be, it but needs to be pounded to death. 12 minutes of chaff would be a nice album title. Nice album cover. Do you like that? With just a, the, the, the waves of grain on the cover. Well, and, the, and here's the thing. If you, what if, if you name your album that, your audience gets to pick what was the chaff. <laughs> Like you, like, it may be different from what you think the chaff is. Yeah, no, I don't want that. I don't need that kind of feedback. <laughs> it's. I think somebody gave that. Marie got an email last week from some banana head who was like, "You said um and uh too much," and she's like, "Do you know how many meds I'm on?" <laughs> and the fact that I have coherent jokes is. And she was like, "I felt bad." And I was like, "Stop feeling bad," because one goof bag is. Men don't like it when whim, women do that. I mean, I, I get that, I get that critique all the time. My dad used to say, I said, I'm not too much. And it's some, that's how people think. And, and sometimes you're just, your, your brain is thinking of a thought you need to stretch. You know, you're giving yourself a beat. (laughs) You're giving yourself the stretch signal. You're going to, um, Obama does it all the time. And he's like the smartest guy in the world. Uh Well, not smart enough to stop the Russians from meddling in the election. But other than that, well, I don't know how. It's the whole one person thing. I'm like, I literally <clears throat> want to put hands on somebody and find these mean? children. I was like, who can I shake to find these kids? Oh, the migrant kids. Yeah. Yes. I was like, isn't there like there's some there's a protest uh, scheduled for. June I know 4th. I'm going to be on a plane with my kid. OK. And I'm willing to go to it. But there's a better protest that Jane Wilson is hooking up. Oh, I thought that's what you're in talking Victorville. about in Victorville. Yeah. Yeah. Because Victorville is where the immigration center is. Wow. The one that is in MacArthur Park is earlier. Yeah. And you're like, that's fine. Uh, do please go to that pro- to any protest. Yeah. And show them just just bring your feet and your body to scream at some people yeah. and show up. But the Victorville one seemed important because it was at the place. Yeah, definitely. So I, I was trying to figure out if we could do a podcast on Sunday, next Sunday. And I'm yeah. like, when do I get back from Boston? Oh, that's right. You're going to Boston. Right. And I, um, I'll be at laugh Boston this weekend, people Thursday through Saturday. And, uh, uh, I was looking for my plane ticket and I couldn't find, my plane ticket. I was searching JetBlue and I was searching Expedia right. and I'm like, Oh fuck, I didn't get a return. Oh no. No. So I just bought a return ticket today and, and I'm bringing my kid with me on this weekend. Cause I want to take him to historical places in Boston. Right. Right. During it, the day. Show him a thing. Um, so, uh, I, I got like, it's, it was, a it was shockingly less expensive than I thought it was going to be with right. a week's notice. I guess yeah. no one's flying back to LA from Boston that weekend, but right. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll be getting into LAX around two thirty. but, uh, yeah, so we'll record cause I'm going to Yellowstone. Well, I'm doing yeah. cluster fest in San on Friday on San Francisco mm-hmm. and then I'm coming back on Saturday and then I, I fly away on Monday. I think okay, it is so we're to re- Yellowstone on, um, 
Yeah. Monday or Tuesday. We're going to. I, he and I, my son and I are going to fly out on, we're going to fly out on Wednesday mm-hmm. and then just, I'll pay for the hotel room on Wednesday night and then I'll have all day Thursday to do, I think the oh, freedom you, trail. Yeah. Yeah. You can do the freedom trail, but there's also a copy of the declaration of independence. Where? You, independence hall. You got to go to independence. Yeah, hall. for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. That's a big one. Right. Um, or is that in Philly? <laughs> is that in Philly? It's in Philly. It seems like it's Hi. in Philly, right? It's in I Philly. Did, it's going to be in Philadelphia. <laughs> It's uh well we're not going to see it, it there. Then. We're not going to see yeah, it. Yeah, don't go to Philly uh while you're in Boston. Uh what you should do is stay in Boston <laughs> and maybe go on the Freedom Trail. We're going to do that for sure and then we'll go see colleges he'll never get into like Harvard and MIT <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I don't know, we'll find some other stuff to do. Right, don't get sucked into the National Lampoon thing. Uh it's an Illuminati thing where they trap you in a basement and put a mask on. My boss and... wrote for the National Lampoon. So yeah, I can't yeah. comment on your wild theory. My wild theory that he was hazed in a way that uh <laughs> that enabled him to then get a job to write on the national lampoon Enough. or the or the lampoon anyway um, so cory kahaney did conan last week oh yeah yeah on thursday oh that's so cool yeah 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 i'm so great. sorry i missed yeah. that i think she got it at the very last minute too and oh, then she so popped cool. up on an email that you know they send the yeah. whatever who's gonna be a guest on the show i'm like oh my god it was cool to see her she's, oh that's she's out here running her set and then did a really good job. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, I, I've known her since like 2000. Oh, really? Yeah. She was a, she, she had, she uh, has a joke about it, but she has, a, she had her first kid when she's 22 and her second kid when she's 42. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So she started stand up as a single mom and then, you know, yeah. had a baby during it. Holy smokes. Yeah. So, um, I was hanging out with a comic. Mm-hmm. And he brings openers sometimes on the road. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to pick my brain about what Maria Bamford pays me. And I... Who course, was it? Because I know he's not as generous as generous Well, th- as that's... He well, he... Um, he can't afford it? He can't afford it. Oh, okay. But, yeah. he, can't, but he can't afford to be more generous than he is. <laughs> is that what you told was, him? Yes. Yes! And it was... Because he, and he... And get this. You know who he used to open for? Who? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was also not generous. Interesting. And that guy can afford to give all the money in the world. Okay. Uh, so hmm. this guy, the first guy that I was in the car with, uh, no air, hotel, and 250 a show. <laughs> what? Feel free to come to Indiana. <laughs> Wait, and how many like, shows in Indiana? What, Is it there, like five shows or something? Or No, maybe. Don't know. He said sometimes it's the it, it's it's it, they're one offs. Wow. And he goes, I mean, it's just kind of like you build your. He said that's what that's and that's what. Uh, Interesting. That's what he was paid by the famous guy. Huh. And then, that's. And I said, oh, you have to find some more money. It's yes. not enough. You can sell merch. Okay. You can sell merch, but it's uh, it's and that's fine. And if you want to go, you can go. But eventually you have to take the responsibility of you get, I mean, the thing you, that I would love on the road, yeah. if I brought somebody, right, uh, which I cannot, I haven't been able to afford to do and nobody's ever uh, allowed me to do it. Right. Really. Same, same. And, um, but I would want to pay them fair because if I could be with somebody that I wanted to hang out with for three or four days mm-hmm. on a full weekend kind of run, that's a delight. 
it's less lonely. Yeah, I feel the same way. If I could be with someone who wouldn't talk to me the entire yeah. weekend, well, yeah, I would someone pay you them could tell more them than to fuck off. Yes. No, <laughs> I, I, I don't like, even make me tell you to fuck off. <laughs> Just know. <laughs> please don't disturb me because I might be in the bath. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Well, all I, that's all like, I want from a road gig. Maria and I will hang out once a day. Right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're living in each other's pockets. Yeah. It's, uh, it's did you want to get lunch and, and run some jokes? And then I'll see you at the show. Right. <laughs> and, um, or we won't even do that. And then we'll have dinner and run jokes and do the show. And that's the end of it. But mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's, like a, it's like a sanity touchstone to have a friend. You know, someone that you like enough. Yeah, that's true. Yes, and, yes, yes. And it's not that working with new features isn't fun, because sometimes it is. But sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's just boring. Yeah, yeah and, uh, and sometimes you're just tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and you, and you, the, you don't want to always be working. I mean, in terms of, like, uh, uh, getting to know people, it's, sometimes it's work. You know, yeah. and sometimes you just want to show up and tell jokes. Right. And then the other thing uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, Maria does, uh, like she'll run, she'll want to run an hour. And so she um, will pay someone to listen to her for an hour. Did you tell me this on the podcast or off? You told me off, right? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, she found out that this guy listens and this guy doesn't pay him. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He doesn't pay him? He doesn't pay him anything. But Maria pays that guy? No, well, Maria That guy takes her money? Well, no, uh, Maria pays, like... She would pay me, like, if if, if I was willing to sit there for an hour. Yeah. But I would be... But I'm like... Do you give notes? No, uh, not really. Uh, So you just sit on the phone and listen? Yeah, you can sit on the phone and listen, Mm -hmm. and then uh, you can laugh or you could say you can give like sort of directional kind of thing yeah like what like uh you know like when you do a new joke and somebody says well what did you you know how did your son feel about that would would be someone to say and you're like well it's completely fictional (laughs) so he doesn't have any feelings (laughs) and uh but you could make up fictional feelings and you might in it and it might send you in a good direction. So that's kind of the, the only sort of note I ever give Maria, you know, I'm just like, uh, whatever story she's telling me, whatever bit she's working on. Yeah. It'll be the impression I get of it. And then I'll just, I'll laugh at, I mostly, I'll just, I mean, I think the reason she doesn't pay me or do it is because I've heard the joke so many times. Yeah. That literally, I only laugh at the new yeah, yeah. parts of the jokes, mm-hmm. and um, she needs a more realistic kind of organic. So she has sort of a short, a short list of people that she'll. Interesting. And she doesn't never, do it that much. I've never done that before. Well, I didn't know anybody else did it. I'd never heard of that before. But yeah, I, yeah. yeah that's, and I, I mean, I can see like it's it's not helping him write. It's just it, it. It's just being a sounding board. I think. Yeah. Is it doing? Is it count as a spot if you're on the phone with somebody? <laughs> in your, I mean, what in your daily calendar where you write down your I spots? Want, I love the fact that you want to count it. <laughs> I need to count that as a spot. Well, That's does a spot. it or does it not? That's what I'm. It asking. does. It counts as a spot. Does it? Yeah, I think so. Because you're not in front of an audience. 
Right, but if you if you ever you if I don't I know, mean, part you of, know Maria has uh, these uh, specials on Netflix. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever watched those. Yes, I know. It's uh, but there no, it's there's no reason. But the uh, to talk about because you were talking about the hairdresser. Yeah, but the, no, I um, know. But in the in the special, she will perform one of them just for her parents. Yes, and the other one, she's performing for one guy on a bench, <laughs> and then four people in her thing. You know, like it yeah, gets right. bigger, right? Yeah. And she used to do this thing a couple of years ago where she needed to run the sets, and because I would listen, I was like, "You can, you can run an hour at me if you need to." And mm-hmm. she was like, "Well." Th- why don't we do 20 minute chunks at each other? And so we did that a couple of times. And I think it doesn't, it's not as effective as her getting to do the whole hour. That feels too personal. Oh, it's super personal. She I don't go, think I but could so do she it. went out to coffee with strangers. She would say on Twitter, Hey, anybody want to listen to my hour? I'll buy coffee. And then she would meet strangers at coffee shops. And talk to them for an hour. And that I, that seems less personal, oh, like because you don't know them and you'll never see them again. But just to be on the phone with someone you know and just kind of, I don't, I, I would have a hard time doing it. And I've never, I didn't know that existed until you told me. Like, yeah, I don't want to do it. A few weeks ago, but um, it, 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 I think it's pretty effective for her. It must be because yeah. she's very prolific, and so is the guy you. Uh, who's yeah, everybody. All the names I've written down, by the way, are decent human beings, and uh, but some of them are cheap bucks. A little bit, and some of them don't understand that they have more money, <laughs> and they might want to. Share you know, it. I do think comics have this fear of never getting booked again and never having money again. Yes, and uh, but I, it seems like some people have passed that threshold where if you never had another booking again, you'd be okay. Right, but you, they don't know it. Maybe I don't. Right, know. right. I wonder if Seinfeld's like that. I think I hope he knows he's okay. I hope he does, because <laughs> I think residuals alone, that guy's good. Yeah, that guy's not going to have to worry about. Um, yep. Hmm. Oh my god, I'm so tired, Jackie. I think we're at thirty. Twenty nine. Thirty. She said optimistically, only to be uh, shot so down. Shot down for twenty seven seconds of me pandering around, meander, meander. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the comic of the week. Okay. It's uh, Emma Arnold. Yay. Who is, uh, lives in Utah and was in LA this week doing sets, doing podcasts. Her Twitter feed is I am a road trip, <laughs> which is hilarious. And it's mm-hmm. Emma Arnold comedy.com. And I just, on Emma Arnold comedy, she did uh, an HD. She shot her own special kind of thing. She yeah. shot an hour. Where? Um, in Utah. Oh, okay. In Boise. Idaho. Oh, I'm sorry. Boise she's not from Utah. Yeah. She's from Idaho. Okay. And Philadelphia isn't Boston. Oh, my God. So good for me for not my What's, ge- my what's geography. happening to you? Well, any number of things. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, every cell in my body wants to see the world in a different fucking direction. So, um, but the... Um, Emma Arnold, so she was on the Dork Forest, and her dorkdom was bees. I haven't had a bee dork on in six years. And so I learned a lot about bees again. Because right. everything mm-hmm. I learn, I lose. It goes away. Yeah. Uh, and I retain like four pieces of information. I'm like that with books. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck am I reading this thing? I get pleasure while I'm reading it, but I know I'm going <laughs> to forget it in about a year. The Most of the m- most points, you know, maybe the right. main beats I'll remember. You'll remember that thing about the Irish. 
Sebastian Barry, I can't forget his books. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Did you have you read any Philip Roth? Uh, I read Portnoy's Complaint, and it wasn't for me. <laughs> but I'm it changed almost... people's lives, Jackie. Yes, it changed. I I had an exchange because I took a class on comedy in yeah. college. Well, there was an error. Uh, except for I a got comedy of I, errors. I I, I I passed because my final. I did stand up for my final, and because um, cool. Yeah, and the guy said you could either write a. You could you can you can write a paper or you can do a set. And I mm-hmm. said, "Oh my god, I I need a set because the club had burned down a- like f- <laughs> 5 months earlier." You need a spot. And I was only doing like one or two open mics a week. Right? You didn't so, have Maria's phone number just yet to call no, her. No, it was 1985. <laughs> no guys, one had phones back then. No one had phones. It was back <laughs> when we all was just tin cans and a string. <laughs> and uh so it was Port Portnoy's complaint, H.L. Mm-hmm. Mencken, mm-hmm. and uh Woody Allen's Feathers or whatever. Okay. And uh, so there was Woody Allen, a couple of Woody Allen books, a couple of H.L. Mencken, and the Portnoy's Complaint was the only one. And I think some short stuff by Phil Broth. Mm-hmm. And I hated all of it. I hated all of it. And I, I didn't gonna, tell anyone ever. Some. Yeah. Because it was like... Because everyone worships him. Because everyone worships him so bad. Yeah. And I just, I was like, I posted the thing on Kyle's Facebook. Kyle's crying right now. I can't believe he's what, he hear, what he's hearing. You're a fan? Well, the thing is, is he was genuinely writing for you. He was writing to young men. Yeah. And you are a man. And you are aging, like all of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, the the one scene that sticks out in my mind in Portnoy's complaint is the jerking off on the bus. Yeah, and you're just. Well, like, I am interested in hearing from a man's perspective. I don't hear that enough. Um, it sounds <laughs> well, like it's a book for me. That's what happened on Facebook. Some guy, I said, you know, I took this class. It wasn't for me, but if you love all of these guys, that's great. And this guy posted on my Facebook page. He said, "Well, now you know how men feel when they have to listen to Lena Dunham, Sarah Silverman, and Amy Schumer." And I said, <laughs> "What the fuck?" And I, I have said, to listen hey, man, to. I'm familiar with how men feel whenever they're forced to listen, oh watch, God. or even be any somehow next to a woman's perspective on anything. But perhaps now you know how women might have felt for the last 11,000 oh, years. Time. Yeah. 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 And we're generous. And that guy, by the we way. We pivot and, and hear your complaints about your semen. So you can fucking pivot and hear about our blood. <laughs> he bowed out of that conversation pretty quick. That was he day. a comic? Uh, I don't know who the hell he was. So mm-hmm. I've, I've clicked okay too many times on I, Facebook yeah. to know who the hell right. I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, but it was... Uh, to finish on Emma Arnold, though, yeah. EmmaArnoldComedy.com, it's free. It's just 420. She broke it up into four 20-minute chunks. Oh, on, it's on I YouTube? It's, yeah. Well, Vimeo or YouTube or something, but it's on Does her she website. Any money from it? Any I advertising? Know. I don't know. There's no oh, advertising God. on it. But How are we supposed to fucking make a living? I know. How are I people know. doing this? Well, she has Jesus. six kids. What? Emma Arnold has she has three that she had. And then she uh, married a guy. And she with, stole three. And that's, she stole three. That's crazy. She, she does a joke about how she likes the other three better because they didn't destroy her body. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was a, she, uh, yeah, but it was, it's pretty great. It was. Uh, I, I thought her stand up was. Do you know this guy? I am reading a book he recommended. Um, he's. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know him, right? I think so. He's, yeah. He's having health problems. 
right. you know, that it's like a chronic disease that's getting worse and worse. So yeah. he's having a tough time. But I, I don't. Is he from there? No, he's not. Okay. But I don't want to say his name because I wasn't, he's talks about it on Facebook, but I wasn't yeah. sure if it's public, you know, how many people yeah. he's talking to. So he, he recommended the book. It's called the Violet Hour. And okay. it's about, it's Katie Royf who, uh, how do you spell Royf? R-O-I-P-H-E. Okay. She also wrote the Harper's uh, article that outed the woman who wrote the shitty men, kept the shitty men. Um, she's a little controversial, <laughs> but it was it's a and i just started it it's a it's she examines how like five or six people handled dying you know like oh, wow. she, and i just finished the susan sontag um oh wow uh chapter and it's really good she's have you read susan sontag i don't think i have but no. i feel like i should i'm like oh she was like she has a comics sort of spirit right of uh i'm better than everybody else <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, lady, you are in the wrong on the wrong side of writing. You should have been on stage. But um That's awesome. Yeah, I have to read her. But I'm reading this thing. It's it's really good. And now I've just started this she's all she breaks if Sigma Freud is next. That's what I'm reading. Okay. But because I think he's experiencing these health problems, he's sort of um this Looking comic is like yeah. Locality and yes, whatever. Sure. It's uh, uh yeah, it's a brave new world of you. I, like I, getting old. Yeah, I don't read a lot of nonfiction. I bought when I was in Galway. Yeah. I bought two nonfiction books. That was in July. Yeah, and the first one I'm reading, I'm still reading it. It is, I I bought it because it was. Fa- I mean, first of all, God bless a bookstore that could inspire me to buy nonfiction. Mm-hmm. That is some well done display work. Right, and this one was it's was written in like 2008 and it's about the history of how people learn. Oh. And it was essentially so each chapter is like the library system, okay. how the libraries were invented. Uh the monastery system, the university system. Uh the one I just the or the chapter I'm in is about how uh, during the 100-year war and the sort of the renaissance when there was so much war and the printing press was invented, uh there was a resurgence of letter writing. Yeah. And it was called the Republic of Letters. And it was like all different people all over uh, the world. And and the museum was invented at this time, too, where people were like, I'm going to gather things that don't make any sense together and put them in a curio shelf. And then you're going to get to see what an elephant tusk and a a Chinese scroll and a, a, a weird flower from grease look like yeah. or whatever and um so it's a fascinating book but it's much it isn't hard to read and it isn't dense but every page and a half blows my mind so i literally put it down yeah and think about it for like two weeks <laughs> and i bought that book mm-hmm. and i also bought i don't know how the hell this bookstore in galway tricked me into it but it's a history of christianity and islam oh no I, really seven Seven hundred pages. Oh my god! I don't know when I'm. How can you? Here's the thing: you're laying down and you're holding a book <laughs> over your face, and it's seven hundred pages. Yeah. How do you do that? Your arms get tired. That's okay. The blood goes to my elbows, and then I roll <laughs> over, and then I read it on my stomach, and then I roll back over, and I read it on my. That's back. how I. That's how I pick books now. I'm like, can I? Can I hold this with one hand? Because I, if I, if I'm reading, I don't have my uh, contacts in. Right. So I have to hold the book right in front of my eyes because my eyes are so bad. Oh, okay. Uh, so I've got a lot of extra things to think about. 
By the way, I'm fucking tired of everyone in my house falling apart but me. Yeah. Right, right. Your health, for some reason, you're holding on. If I, if something were to happen <laughs> to me, everything would just oh, unravel yeah. completely. Exactly. You I got the 11-year-old, you know, face palming on the ground once a day. Yeah. And then we, when we were at the beach today, um, I guess he got dunked pretty hard by a wave. Now his back hurts. Oh, my so gosh. So he's, he's limping and hunched over while I'm dragging him to flappers so I can do a spot. And then my mom cut her thumb open, you know. Is and, she here? Is she back? She's here. Oh, okay. she's back. And, you know. Just, so she cut her thumb Yeah, she's making dinner? Who knows? She's probably slicing her baby carrots while right. she's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, every time I just lay down, I, I would hear, God damn it, either from her or from, <laughs> from my son going, Mom? Could I just fucking have an hour to myself? Right, so that you could limp? I can't. Or you could be stiff or something? Or yeah, some sort or so of that my hairdresser could make my body hurt by bringing <laughs> up everyone else's success but mine. Oh my God. I, I want so much. I want so much right now. I genuinely want... I want my jokes to be tighter. Yes. I want my body to be... I want to stop eating everything in front of me. And I want... Uh, I don't know, to exercise, but I, I'm not doing any of it. I'm not like, mm -hmm. Marie was like, are you, uh, I, I have to go write a set list. And I said, yeah, a lot of people write that. A lot of people write a set list. And, uh, I could, I like both shows. I wrote one set list. Oh, <laughs> I wrote it for Michigan. Guess what set I liked better? The Michigan set, <laughs> and then you I didn't sound write like one. you're pouting. Like part oh of you is like, I don't want to do any of this stuff, yes. and I'm not going to. I'm taking up some like, light whimpering. There's a war yeah. inside Jackie. There is. Uh, the world is at the, the. There's definitely a hundred year war going on inside <laughs> of my body. It's the War of the Roses. I can't. Uh, and now I'm sort of half on your couch, just sort of laying back. Now here we go. Um, this is a perfect reading position. <laughs> is it? If it's a is light it book. Yeah. And here's oh, so I had a small meltdown. Uh, at yourself e at my well 11 20 in cincinnati i yeah. decided to text brian regan yeah why First now all, why did that happen why did because, you think that uh, a month ago i thought i said something mean to brian regan oh you and you've been ruminating about yeah. it for yeah, a month i thought i'd ruminate about it for a month <laughs> and then text him at 11 30 at night eastern time god right. knows where he is right and i was like hey and people have done this to me, too, because comics are nuts. Yeah. And it's not just comics. People are nuts. Right. But um, but everybody gets sort of like, did I say a thing that right. was weird? And mm -hmm. and so I literally, I was like, you're not really going to send that kind of email to Brian Regan. And yes, yes, I was. But I did say, you know, if I was weird, I'd, I'd like to apologize. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, if you could just uh, type me a quick, there, there. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, know that I'm fine. And he's he a dad. Wrote, he's done that he's before. He's a dad. He knows. And, and he wrote me back the nicest text. He's like, oh, my God, you're fine. And <laughs> it was essentially that. And I was like, ah, you remain the sanest person in stand-up comedy. He genuinely might be the sanest guy in stand-up that I've ever met. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's, he's up got there his shit anyway. together. Yeah. It, it makes you think, why doesn't, why can't everyone have their shit together? Right. I mean, I mean, okay. People, everyone starts in different places, right? They start right. at different levels of fucked upness, you know. But at some point, you 
you get your voice on stage, you know, you start living in the world, right? Right. So why, so why, why do some people stay in a place of chaos and other people figure well, out how they to love chaos? Because, I mean, the, yeah. if, whenever you think about someone doing something that's bad for them, mm-hmm. you have to, you, the next question is, is what are they getting out of it, right? It's like when, when. Besides 10 new minutes of material. <laughs> well, if that's all they're getting out of it, that's all they're. Oh, th- this reminds me, we'll, we'll go back to this, but yeah. I, I did this, the Drunkalog show. Oh, you yeah. Know, and, oh, um, right, where you had to get drunk. No, you don't have to get drunk. Oh, Drunkalog, where you're supposed to talk about being drunk. Yes. Yeah. Which, of course, I've been drunk once. And, but. But then I, I you know, I started thinking, okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jackie. <laughs> and so you're all, not doing it right. I mean, all of my, all of that energy that you and other people put into alcoholism, yeah. I put into food, right? Okay. But those are such, they're such horribly boring and lonely stories, like binging. That's not a story you tell on stage of food you ate. Oh, I think, you know? I think... But the, anyway, so I started talking about that, and then I'm like, I bet Jim Gaffigan has already done this bit. <laughs> how can it? How can you talk about food without watching all of Jim Gaffigan's specials? Just to, to make sure check, it hasn't been that covered. guy fucking covers his bases. He's very thorough. Oh, on the topic. he's enormously. I followed him one week in New York. It yeah, was, he did three different seven to twelve minute sets on three different food chunks, <laughs> and the third <laughs> set, I finally said. You still talking about? Are you? Are you? Is this a third? Hey, and he goes, I get it, man. It's all I. He said, "It's all I think about. It's all I want to joke about. It's all I want to talk about." It's all that's really important, Jackie. If you think it's about it, it's all super important. I do love that McDonald's bit of his. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, no, it's great. It's yeah. great, but but also he so ha- has so dominated a topic that I don't even think I have an, an in into food, which is a, a basic. It's a huge major. A human need and i i don't you know that i have it. an original in into it i think you can if you make it personal i know but i feel like like my personal obsession with it is probably very similar to his and there's i doubt that i've come up with a, a completely different way to to hit it it'll It'll matter to that starfish. You really <laughs> need to. <laughs> I don't know. But you should seriously <laughs> fucking. You should do something about it. You well, wanna... anyway, so I anyway. drunk a log. And so I just realized that, man, if you drink, you have great stories because you do fucked up shit when you're drunk. Right. First thing to go, your judgment. And when you're, yeah. And when you're, <laughs> when you're full, when you're full from binging, you yeah. don't do anything. No, you just lie there. Yeah. You lay open. there. Sometimes you throw it up. That's those are two horrible <laughs> stories. No one wants those to hear the those answers. stories. Those are those, those are the end games on those. You either lie there or you throw up and start over like a Roman. Yeah. And um so Yeah, I don't um Yeah, I know people who would go and just take drugs to to get the new story. That drives me nuts. It is. It's, it's not it's organic. No, yes. It doesn't make any sense. And it's and that means you're it's bored with how you live. Yes. And uh, like anything you Why do would that could be, be a, interesting a to chunk. Anyone else? Yes. Yeah. But I mean, but it's 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 also like everything is interesting. You know, if you any novel you read, a great novelist will find will find something out of a of a out of a ladybug's wings you know so you don't have to do something. this is an unusual comment <laughs> coming from Kilmartin. but you don't yeah. have to get dramatic about stuff no you know and, to... well, and you don't have to artificially create a situation i right. mean you exactly you, i mean i guess if you have 
you have to create content out of you know constantly mm-hmm. you know you either need writers who have lives or you need to you might need to go buy a new album uh and then like like the, like if you're like oh i i don't have anything to talk about people are talking about that new cardi b album or whatever her name is oh right. uh, i'm gonna go buy that album and maybe i'll get something out of that plus i also want that album so i mean <laughs> as long as you also want that album you've really encapsulated the desire <laughs> for music right there <laughs> You know, when I start talking about music, people listen. First of all, because I know I'm going to make an error. That's why they're usually listening. But, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's, it's dumb. There's, but I, I want, like, I have so, you ever have so much, so many topics you want to talk about Mm -hmm. that they're too big and they're, they're, I'm at that point with several chunks where mm-hmm. they're they're unwieldy and right uh the only way to really work on them would be to have like 3 weeks of seven show weeks you should go to edinburgh oh god but you yeah. you want it to be but ready when be, you're at right edinburgh. exactly you don't i don't want to get reviewed like while i work yeah. on my hour right <laughs> come on the last night reviewers <laughs> yeah they never yeah. do so have but, you done Edinburgh before? No, I've looked into it, but it always costs five thousand dollars. I know, and I don't want to. I did it for um, I I did split, you? Yeah, I split a month with uh, Doug Stanhope and James Inman, and Brian Hennigan put it together. So we each did what? like why have we I each never did heard... like ten days? This was in two thousand five, I think. What? It was really fun. Stanhope and Inman and you, but we never saw same, each oh, other. You never saw each other. Yeah, we each, we, each, we each took a third of the month. Yeah. And uh, did you have to stay in a room where either of those two gentlemen lived? I think we all stayed in the same room, <laughs> right back to back. Were you? First? But I was first. Oh, you I were believe first. I was oh, first. Thank God. Yeah, there's no, there are no stains. Oh. but uh, it was it was really fun. And I and I even though I I think so you doing did ten days, an hour every single night, yeah. for thirty days would be pretty brutal, but right. great in a way. Right, because yeah. I mean. But that, but what I understand from those British comics and that do it, that or anybody who goes there, obviously, is that they then they then sh- workshop that hour for the for the year. Yeah, well, it's a weird way to work because then, then they, they have to dump the hour. Then they have to, to dump do... the hour and then do a new one. Yeah, I I just I I I don't know how people are coming up with new hours. Maybe I mean I'm just living a different life right now. You yeah, know, maybe if I if I. If I if didn't you were, have, if you were working those seven show weeks and you were doing an hour, you'd be writing a lot more, yeah, a lot more longer stuff. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking in terms of late night sets only, right? You know, you think you think five to ten minutes, five That's to what, six, five to six minutes, even more specific. Yeah, yeah, and you and you write jokes and then you take a scalpel and rearrange determiners and pronouns and <laughs> you're like what about this that word shit matters it does matter for you i mean it's i was talking to uh maria about how i look at the way maria does because that's that's where i'm at is I'm, i was mm-hmm. watching how maria prepares right and 
uh, what am I? I got a nose problem. I'm the police. It's none of my business. But uh, I just I did nosy magoo. Like I was thinking about how you prepare your Mm -hmm. sets, how she prepares her sets, Mm -hmm. how Foley prepares her stuff mm-hmm. and Car- I did Joke Machine with uh, Carmen Morales. Oh, I just saw her tonight at Flappers. Oh, yeah? yeah. Nice. You could see her set or? No, I think yeah. she's going last and I had to come oh, here and chat enough. with you. Exactly. Well, <laughs> that sort of, that took a turn for the worse. And uh, yeah, but I was thinking about uh, like everybody's different processes. Yeah. And how I can get sucked into this chameleon thing where I'm like, they're doing it right. Oh, they're, right, right. Yeah, so I should do it like they're doing it. And I've been doing it for so long, it's not broken. <laughs> right, right. So let go of other people's process. Yeah. Yes, And yes, just yes. do it my process, Press. obviously. Exactly. But, uh, but I've been uh, recently, I had to drive myself nuts about that for a week before, or however long, until I realized that that's exactly what I was doing. Well, like when I think about uh, when I was working on my special and I, I set a date that I was going to tape it. And then I, um, I mean, now I didn't see my child. <laughs> I was out every single night. Right. You know? I mean, I, I'm like, all right, he's going to have to take a hit. Yeah. I'm doing something. Yeah. And, uh, and I worked, I would find little moments it, at lunch. I would just, I would go, I'm just going to work on it for five minutes. I would mm-hmm. work on a joke, you know, and whether I came up with something or not, it sort of cracked, something would crack open. Maybe okay. not a new joke, but maybe just a new a new yeah. direction to go or something, you know? And I, and I came up with that, you know, I guess it was like 43 minutes total and, you know, like four, maybe four months. And then I had the, but it, you know, it was, it was, it, it the other thing it was, it, it was hung on a, a, a topic and it was right. a story and I knew the outline of the story and I knew the ending, which is my dad died. So right. I mean, it wasn't like I'm just shooting at the, you know, okay, uh, I parked on the wrong side of the street and I got a <laughs> ticket. All right, five minutes go. Yeah. It was, it was okay. It's a specific story. And I, and I, and I did, I did, I knew where I wanted to go with it and I knew how I wanted it or it would end. Yeah. Um, and so I was able to write a lot of stuff and, since then, I I feel like I've been, you know, less ag- less um, like like oh I'm gonna take this like it's almost like you're 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 taking a bull and just and slamming it to the ground like all right my dad died boom I'm I'm gonna remake you into something else this grief and this anger right, and the right, story right. and I don't have that story to wrestle no, no, right n- now n- now you just, now I'm just now you're just day to day living yes essentially and so because it's, that was it's a, a very different, specific yeah, special thing I it's think. a different feeling now of it's just um instead of like a giant thing I'm trying to battle, it's just like a little punches here and there that I hope are turning into a longer different set, but it's not the same feeling as I was very so driven were, with that for that, you know, that well, year long and it situation. Had, and it had, um, you know, it had the emotional gravitas of, of have, of having that to hang on, but it also had purpose. Yeah. That's right. What I, yeah. 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 So I mean, it, it, I don't think anything needs to have emotional gravitas for the audience, but for me no. to have a purpose it, it yeah, for me there, that was really important to me. And now I, I'm just sort of like, um, as my life unfolds, however it does unfold, whether I'm never dating and I'm just taking care of these things, <laughs> you know, like, all right, that's it. Well, uh, is this I'll talk it? about just that. plotting one but day it, forward. Until yeah. The day yeah. I, I do feel like, I do feel like I'm being led a little bit by my life. And then I sort of, 
you know, write a joke about it and then, all right, day, what's, what's happening today? What, right. what's, is there a joke in today? It doesn't feel the same as, as when I was writing about my dad. Does it, does it remind you of before you wrote about your dad? Does it seem like a comedy is so hard yeah. to think about the album before the album? Right. You know, that was, I only did one album. I mean, I just this shed material. First, yeah. You know, the, you just got rid of it. I, I, there's just jokes you outgrow or you're yeah. just like, I'm done with this and I'm bored with this and I want to be like, I, there's some jokes I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be able to pull off now or do now. Cause I, I can't, maybe they're too, they're not good enough anymore, but they were good in 1999. They were good enough. Yeah. They were good in but now they're like not as good. Right. They're, they're, they're not. Whenever it, I listen to, yeah. they're dated. They're dated or they, or if I were to do them again, like some of them, like I have old, old stories that yeah. I wouldn't mind. Um, I would mind. I don't want to have anything to do with those old stories. Yeah. But uh, if I had to, I would want to revamp them if I were going to, had to, had to, if I needed the material. You know, it's weird. Like in the early nineties, I was, I was, uh, you know, I talked about being raised Catholic and now I'm not like that, you know, and it was very, it felt very daring for me, you know, and now who fucking away. gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, well, that's raised Catholic. Who fucking cares? Because you processed that's like it. Decades ago and it the is... church is irrelevant and, you know, like it right, doesn't it... matter. No, no. It's but weird. I think it, it is weird, but it, but it, but that's what, the, for, for me, stand up itself processes the things that i think are shocking right yeah right like all for a while i wrote all this stuff about how my dad was a jackass and i had to and i wrote all this stuff in the process of writing those jokes Mm -hmm. i found the things that i liked about my dad yeah and um because they started out super harsh you know it was just like these are the horrible things that he did. Yeah. He's not good at this, 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 and this. Yeah. And then at the end of it, you're like, no, he's not very good at those things. Uh, so, but here was the funny story that came out of it, or this is how I dealt with it, or this is, you know, and, and quite honestly, it healed a, a big portion of my relationship with him. Wow. Cause I couldn't even talk to him wow. much because I was like, you're such a piece of work. I don't even know how, what we have in common. Wow. And now I know that there are things I don't want in common with him, but that doesn't mean that we can't talk. Yeah. And I can't sort of celebrate the things that he loves. Yeah. And the things he loves are not things that I love, but by God, there's an article in Bloomberg this week mm-hmm. uh, of some guy made an algorithm to bet on the horses and won a billion dollars. Oh, I saw that headline. I didn't read the article though. I did. I, well, I skimmed it because mm-hmm. it was a, it was one of those New Yorker kind of 17 page. Yeah. And I was oh, like, God. why isn't Bloomberg, Bloomberg a magazine? Cause my father would love this article, but I'm going to have to print it and then mail it to him. <laughs> no. What a weird experience that sounds like, but yeah. he doesn't have the, he doesn't have a computer. He's wow. never had a computer. Wow. He once said out loud to me about my phone, "Hey, do you have the internet on there? <laughs> is that is that do, oh, do I have the internet on there? Is that where you keep the internet?" <laughs> it was something so ridiculous. It was like not last year, but the year before his Kentucky Derby. He was like, "Can you figure out who won?" Because <laughs> I 
I put some bets down. Mm. I don't know who won. And uh, I don't want to turn the TV on. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and so, but it was, it was kind of fascinating. Hmm. But uh, yeah, the, the whole, but so I don't, so what we were talking about though, is cause now, now that stuff doesn't matter to me. You know, yeah. I can't think of a time. I mean, I know abstractively, like you know about Catholicism, that uh, I was really mad at my dad. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm not mad at him. You can't summon the energy to tell certain jokes. Like no. they use, Some jokes require a certain anger, mm-hmm. and then you get over that anger, and you're like, oh, that thing. I don't want to tell that joke again. <laughs> right. I can't pretend to be mad about that shit anymore. Right. I would really need to fill an hour <laughs> if, uh, if I, I would have to get super lost. Speaking of filling an hour, we good? Yeah. Are we at an hour? We are. I thought you were going to set it up, Jason. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, I did, of course. <laughs> Goodbye. She's a pro, folks. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.